0: You know, I have no issue watching those people be awesome at what they do, and it's really interesting. Do you know what? We've got lots to get on with this week. Speaking of somebody who deserves to get paid, here's a question for you, Will. Is Conor McDavid underpaid?
1: That that question itself has different layers and different sort of um, <laughs> ca- caveats or, or circumstances that you need to apply it to. Is he underpaid in the NHL? No, he's not. Is he underpaid in the wider, wider sporting world? Yeah, he probably is. Is he underpaid as, what, a 22-year-old white man from Canada? No, he bloody well fucking isn't. <laughs> um, so, like... <sighs> it's it's hard cuz like yeah you say he's the best player in a sport and he's making a fraction of what the other best players in the sport are making um but at the same time you've um you know does does the best kabaddi player in the world deserve to be paid as much as uh, best, as much as LeBron James the best do you know what I mean? player. <laughs> like does the best bat and track player in the entire world deserve to be paid the same as Cristiano Ronaldo like it's not it's not strictly the same
0: no that's true as a guy who's yeah, been there, responsible there is for a 90% of the, his team's goals this year so far
1: <laughs> there's that's only been one goal that he hasn't had a point I on know,
0: yeah there? he had nine in a row and then it was the OT goal that uh, the other night that won and,
1: and the only reason that goal existed was because he forced the team to yeah. to get to OT like three goals down I, no we'll talk a bit more about the Oilers in a minute but there's there's a difference between being underpaid and being worth more so like what what's the max at the moment is it 14 million 14 isn't it yeah. that'd be a max contract is yeah. that about right 14, yeah. yeah so yes Colin McDavid would be worth 14 million but 12.5 million isn't necessarily he's still got the highest cap hit of any player in the league at the moment isn't he yeah
0: and should be in my
1: opinion yeah right oh mate I can't right I can't, I can't contain myself anymore i cannot fucking believe that it's actually happened it's actually happening like what you're gonna say before the oilers drafted mcdavid it's like well there's some sunshine and lollipops from here on out for the oilers they can't fuck this one up i know they haven't fucked the player up they've just fucked everything else up it's absolutely like, conor mcdavid is gonna beat Multiple ski records and still not make the playoffs it's gonna be fucking beautiful
0: he's gonna be he's gonna be like the only player in history to own all of these re- he's he's gonna own all of these records and end up playing something like ten playoff games in his career or something stupid like that he's
1: He's gonna have a two hundred point season multiple <laughs> hundred point seasons and he's gonna retire without any cups, and people are still gonna say he wasn't a born leader though he wasn't a winner he wasn't a winner. <laughs> did you see him if he was Russian if he was Russian at this point people would be saying like, oh, he's too focused on offense he doesn't play enough D
0: if he was a Russian at this point there'd only be articles on Sportsnet about why he should be going back to the KHL <laughs> and like trying his oh, hand man, up there
1: he's a <laughs> there will be like one photo of him in his family home in Moscow and be like <laughs> oh reports Konorov Mukdabadov is uh <laughs> As in cahoots with Vladimir Putin.
0: <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Connor off McDavidoff is Team Putin. Handed over jerseys and shit <laughs> like that.
1: It's true. He probably would be. Like if Conor David was Russian he would just be Yeah. Did you just be a um,
0: Putin team? I mean he is he is God, he is absolutely ridiculous. He's ridiculous. I cannot rem- I cannot remember which goal it was. I think it was Oh, it was the other night. You know the goal he had from last season where he started off in his own, like essentially just past his own goal and then he just burned everyone, didn't he, to the net and scored? I think it was against the Flames. But it, like, it was the one... Worst... Is that where he got in really tight and just lifted the puck? Yeah, and it was something like I... they tried to speed yeah. at like 43 miles an hour or something stupid like that, didn't they? He, he did that the other night, ridiculous. but he did it from like the blue line. He's like the offensive blue line. He, he, burned, past, he burned past the player in about 10 yards he didn't even have the whole rink and I was just but he didn't know he teleported past the demon yeah. I was just open mouthed. Like, how is he that fast how is it possible to be that fast especially on, on it just it's bizarre and then I saw a quick thing from um, they were talk- uh, Babcock was interviewed before um, during obviously the press thing and he said you know who would you who's the best player is it McDavid or is it Crosby and then it brought up again a good point of, well, he said, well, in my opinion, it's, it's not even close because. And I think he was, you know, obviously, there is, Connor does have time on his hands. Okay, right now, this Oilers team without him is a giant, just same as last season, pile of shit. And he said, well, Crosby's won two Olympic gold medals and three Stanley Cups. He said, so you can't really kind of back against that. As we said a few weeks ago, well, yeah, but up until two, well, three seasons ago, Crosby had one cup and was being, like, people were saying, well, he's only got one. He he was meant to be, like, the future, the golden boy. They still had Malkin. You know, it wasn't like, they still had Flurry. They still had all these number one, number two picks that they'd acquired. But it wasn't until fucking Mike Sullivan got there that things started to kind of turn around. And you just think, well, Christ, if, if Connor could just get a decent GM and a decent coach, you might we might be talking about him in the same in the same way. But he's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous.
1: I, I hope he carries on. I hope Chiarelli is like <laughs> the next Garth Snow, just <laughs> never gets fired. Like Connor McDavid's gonna, he's gonna retire before Chiarelli gets the sack. <laughs>
0: Are you buying That'd into just this be beautiful um, wouldn't it? Are you buying into this McDavid versus Matthews hype?
1: Oh, of course I'm fucking not. Like yeah, Austin Matthews is perfectly good, but like I don't he's great. You know, Austin Matthews is a great player, but what if what if it was Jack Eichel in Toronto, you know, like what if it was Tyler Sagan in Toronto? What if it was I know, Andre Kopitar? Like, you know, name another quality center. Like Austin Matthews is a fantastic center. Don't don't misconstrue that in any way, shape, or form. But like, he's not Connor McDavid. No. He's not Connor McDavid. No. There's only one person that's Connor McDavid, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Connor McDavid is a close second. But um, yeah, like it's. It is what it is. Like you've always got to have. So when there is one definitive best player in a sport, there's always going to be like, yeah, you know, not even pretenders. It's not like Matthews has come out and said, "Oh yeah, I'm the best player in the world." It's it's media pretenders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm I'm sure it probably happens in basketball. There are plenty of people that are saying always, oh, Kawhi Leonard better than uh, but better than LeBron is. I don't know. I was going to say Jimmy Butler because he's the only other NBA player I know at the moment. But I don't think Jimmy Butler's even in that conversation
0: slightly. No, um, but, but yeah, there are still people. You know there I mean, are the still only... people who will question LeBron and the things he does and his ability and which is just ridiculous. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous.
1: And and it's I'm sure it's happened in football before, like. Yeah, the only reason it's not happening at the moment is because we have Ronaldo and Messi to play off each other. If it was just Ronaldo or just Messi, you'd have people saying, "Always like, oh, Harry Kane better than Messi." Is yeah, totally. Yo know, whatever is Danny Drinkwater better than Messi? Like, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> I wish Danny Drinkwater was the best player in the world. That'd just be. on
0: hey, a fucking. Be beautiful, dude's in the Premier League. Can't be that bad. He's <laughs> <laughs> average. He's average. Average best. at best.
1: David Luiz won the Premier League, didn't he?
0: Is Austin Matthews uh, in the top 10 in the league?
1: I don't fucking know. Like, See, I don't don't know. I don't know. So, Crosby with David. I'm going to say no, probably not, to be honest. What, Crosby with David Carlson. See, then, I, I, I don't know what.
0: The thing is, Kessel? we're taking him. No, no, so Malkin, like you look at you taking players out of. It's the same thing that we said before. Like you take McDavid. Yeah, it was like the MVP race last year. Is McDavid the MVP? No, but is he the best player in the world? Yeah, by miles.
1: And does yeah, and obviously the best player in the world is more valuable to a team than yeah. No, it's so stupid. I know, not the best player in the world. It's it's hard. It's all it's all tiered, isn't? Isn't it really? But if you
0: take Austin Matthews out of the Leafs at the moment, and they say you take Austin Matthews out, and they just have Tavares, but then if they haven't got Matthews, maybe they've got Nealander then instead, and it's like in that weird kind of um, what's the word, this sort of alternate universe. Are they still as good? And like Are they still crushing teams. Tava- like you know, at the
1: Tavares would be getting more minutes. Like you can't you can't say that. That's the problem with the Leafs being so deep. You can't strictly say yeah. just how much of an effect Matthews is had. because you'd have thought, you know, oh, if they don't have William Nealand, that's going to hamper their ability to um, to sort of start well in the season. You know, they're going to want him back, but we're sitting pretty at the moment where Nylander's has not got a contract and the Leafs are still dominating. So I don't know. I don't know. Is Austin Matthews one of the top ten players in the league?
0: I agree. I would say no, but only. He just. He probably is. I think he's. Cl- I yeah, think he's, he's very he's, close.
1: But this is it. I'd put him in like the eight to fifteen range potentially. Yeah.
0: Like, I agree. Because, but then again, if know, if how can without? Sorry, but without um. Tavares last year, would you have? Would he have started? Uh, no one was talking about him like this last year, were they? I mean, everyone agrees he's a very, he's a very, very, you know, he's a great player, not even very good. He's a great player, and he's definitely in the upper echelons of players in the league. But this time, like last year, no one was saying, "Oh yeah, Austin Matthews is easily he could be he could be McDavid's equal." Whereas now, because you get Tavares there, it opens up space. You've now got this crazy depth. The power play unit is just, you know, one of the most offensive things I've ever seen. And then because of the situation he's in now, Matthews is like maybe being talked up too much. I don't know.
1: I'm just having a little. Um, I want to make sure I've got my facts right here, but this is a player who um, hasn't broken seventy points in the league. Yeah, I'd, I get that he's only in his third season now, but let's be let's be frank. Like Austin Matthews could be one of the best players in 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 the game, and he is a fantastic player. I will say once again. But as it stands, no, he's not one of the best players in the league. Like I don't know, he hasn't he hasn't achieved enough to. You know, back to the McDavid versus Sid argument. Like Sid has all this hardware. Matthews hasn't even necessarily done that much. I I fully equate Matthews to Jack Eichel. Like if Jack Eichel's in Toronto in Matthews' shoes, he's getting the same buzz. He's getting the same chat. And. Yeah, you argue that Jack has done more with less. Like on the on the spectrum I'd I'd put Jack Eichel closer to Conor McDavid at the moment than Austin Matthews is. Just because of what he's done and what he's done it without.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting that's an interesting um thought for sure. That's a it's a good point. Um I was reading a uh, Thirty One Thoughts um yesterday and they were talking about McDavid's ice time and now he's just he's just basically being asked to carry every single second of his team. He's putting in something like twenty two to twenty four minutes a night.
1: I was gonna say that when I saw it it was twenty four minutes a night yeah. and that is just
0: I mean and disgusting, it's, it's, isn't it? But it's the thing, that's not it's not sustainable, is it? Over the course of a season. You think he's gonna get to game fifty or something and just think, oh fucking hell, I'm just I'm done, I'm knackered. And then we're back on him drinking <laughs> coke, even actually be... coconut milk and was it white vinegar or something that guy said? <laughs> He's like, what, what guy said? What are you talking about? You know, he had the flu. And that guy said to him, Connor, like, don't go and.
1: Don't oh, get God. The
0: flu yeah. <laughs> so, David's going to get to game 15. He's going to be, like, scratching around local shops in Edmonton looking for, like, white cider vinegar and coconut oh, I, I, milk.
1: Yeah, apple cider vinegar. That was yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. White, white cider. What, just drinking white lightning. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, maybe. Fuck maybe. it. Maybe
0: you should go to the ice Give truck. me a three litre bottle of strongbow. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll okay, be fine. But it's not sustainable, is it? And what's going to happen? The same thing's going to happen then. Do they just? They're just going to fall I don't, off. I don't get it with
1: the Oilers as well because, like, I think your comparison to the sort of two thousand and ten to two thousand and fifteen Penguins is quite apt because they've got pieces. They're just not. I know. See, at least the Penguins were making the playoffs every year. They just couldn't win the cup, but. The Oilers have got good players. Like Leon Draisaitl was a good player. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a good player. Like some other players are decent players. Like You're struggling now, aren't you? I feel like <laughs> but, yeah, I'm struggling a neighbour Struggling a fourth Oiler that isn't Milan Lucic. Um,
0: <laughs> Same thing. Like <laughs> all I could all, in my brain then, all that was happening was Lucic, Lucic, Lucic. I was like, no, shut up, shut up. could not get past it. Jesse
1: Poyer, no, he's not done anything yet. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Ryan, no, oh God, Taylor, oh no, he's traded him. Um, <laughs> like on on paper, they're not an awful team. There are much worse teams in the league than um, potentially. But it's just not happening, is it? It's just not happening. No.
0: Well, uh, we'll close. I suppose
1: that's what happens when you uh, trade Taylor Hall for a for a second pair of defenseman yeah. and trade Jordan Eberle for. A third line winger who you trying to play at centre?
0: Ah, oh, Pistol Pete, the Teflon Don. We haven't talked about him for a while, we? Teflon Don strikes Teflon again. Teflon Don strikes again and again and again. Yeah, we'll close out this McDavid chat with a, a great tweet you sent me from um, at Randy Turner fifteen, which is a
1: oh my god, I can't remember what it says, but I remember it being it's being beautiful. Amazing.
0: It's watching Connor on the Oilers is like Jimi Hendrix was lead guitar for the Monkees. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. I'm open we get to the end of the season oh. and he still has ninety percent of his team's goals. Like he's he's involved in some way. Just just for just for lols and they still don't make the playoffs. Oh no. Oh mate. Oh damn. Okay. Just quickly, just quickly. How many seasons does it take for him not to make the playoffs before he asks for a trade? Say say we can guarantee now that the Oilers never make the playoffs. In your opinion, how many seasons does it take for McDavid to say, "Right, that's it. I can't do this anymore, guys. I'm sorry."
1: Until to the end of this contract, we we've already seen it with John Tavares. Like, hockey players are so brainwashed that you could be in the shittiest, most ab- abusive relationship. Maybe not the best choice of words uh, in this these current times in the NHL. Um, but like, yeah, you, know, you could be on the shittiest team that's going nowhere and doing nothing to right the ship. But he still won't go anywhere. Still won't do anything about it. Like John Tavares could have asked for a trade like three years ago. he would have been well within his right to do so. Conor McDavid's is not gonna like. He's not gonna ask for a trade. Partly because I think like we saw it with um with Taylor Hall when he first got to New Jersey. Like yeah, you know, he was struggling with the fact that he couldn't turn you know turn the team around. Yeah, and I bet Conor McDavid thinks fuck. I just need to do more because that's how they're wired. That's why they're some of the best players in the world because they feel they have to do everything. That's it's an absolute obsession.
0: That's a great point. Like,
1: Connor McDavid's not he's not he's not going into trading or practice or whatever, looking around the room thinking, Oh fucking hell, Brian Strom, you're not putting your <laughs> weight Don, Darnell no, nurse, if you were a better D man, I'd I'd be a fucking champion by now. <laughs> no, he's going home every night, he's looking in the fucking mirror and saying, You're a piece of shit, Connor. If only you were a better <laughs> hockey player this team would be in, in the playoffs. Like <laughs>
0: He's like slapping himself in the face. and You're shit. You're nothing. Oh, what's that
1: film from where they're like putting the lipstick on and calling themselves a whore? Is that like Basic Instinct or something oh, like that? No, I don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: I already know the Family Guy skit, which is pretty shameful. But he's doing that. He's calling himself a whore. And <laughs> saying, ah, oh, you're slow. You're cement-footed. Fuck. You're not fast enough. You're not fast enough.
0: I'm hoping he gets interviewed next year after he gets like 150 points this year, and they still miss the playoffs. And he's Connery. You, um, are you upset about the team this year? No, I mean, I, you know, I should have got 200 points. Really shouldn't shouldn't I? It's, it's all my fault. I'm like, no, you're so good.
1: You're so good. Now, if you want to reframe the question for me, Dan, and say how many seasons does it take before he turns up for NHL Media Day looking like Matt Duchene last season? <laughs> that is a question I can answer and the answer is one more season <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh dear I can't believe I'm going to say this about a guy who makes 12 and a half million a year but poor Connor I just feel for the guy <laughs> poor, poor, it's just poor poor guy it's like being you
1: got to be so like... it's like
0: being a child genius at primary school and you're just sitting there thinking what am I doing with all these idiots look at them all playing with their jelly moles and sand you fucking numpties <laughs> get me to Oxford for fuck's sake I hope that somebody in the
1: NHL is like safeguarding for Connor, you know, because I think he's in serious
0: serious risk of depression. I did hear from somebody on the DL that uh, Connor's mum got kicked in the face by a horse once. I don't know if that's a. It's not even funny. Shout out, shout out to that lady again.
1: <laughs> Poor fucking woman. Jesus Christ. All right. Um...
0: Just uh, okay, because we just touched on the leaves Then quickly, a quick thing: uh, Cal Dubis is off to Switzerland, isn't he, to meet with uh, Willie Niemlander to get this whole thing sorted out? Apparently, and I'm hoping.
1: Isn't this where all the biggest contracts should be like signed? It's perfect. How can, isn't how it? can you be signing any multi-million dollar deal and not be doing it in Switzerland yeah, or Monaco?
0: It's just, it's just perfect. I'm hoping Dubis rang around some places first, like some different countries. Hi, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like to uh, let us book an appointment, please. What's the deal? It's a contract negotiation. Oh, we can't do that here. Sorry. Try Switzerland. They're, they're kind of in the middle. They'll, uh, they'll yeah, get sorry. you a nice... We're, yeah,
1: drink. we're not really... We're not equipped for that sort of thing. Yeah. Have you tried the country that's synonymous with banking? It's a fair point. And chocolate.
0: Yeah, there you go. Maybe you'll slide no, some chocolate across the table too to, to ease him into the conversation. I'm hoping... I'm hoping... <laughs> um,
1: just un, unwraps a bar of like 70% cocoa, just snaps off a line and just pass it, William,
0: <laughs> that's a Twix. You have to give him like one of the fingers of the Twix. <laughs> Come on, William. You know what makes sense? You're like Ah, oh, Kyle. You guys. I'm hoping the, uh... the
1: thing that's been holding up this contract negotiation all this time is that Neilander wants the last Rolo in every single packet <laughs> that Carl Dubas ever eats, <laughs> or he just wants Carl Dubas's last ever Rolo. Yeah, You're on 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 Dubas's deathbed. It's like, hold on, what is a pack of Rolos to see me off? And Willie is there, like, on.
0: Leonardo Di- come on. Willie Nylander's like got Leonardo DiCaprio to go to some fortress base in Switzerland inside Carl Dubas' mind to plant the idea that he must have the last Rolo. <laughs> I was going to say, because um, you're saying that, because every weekend I buy a bag of uh, like um, oh god, you know digestive biscuits. You know they bring out the little, there's like the little chocolate kind of balls. Oh things. yeah, the nibbles. nibbles. Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. yeah. George always, my daughter always has to have the last one. And even if she doesn't come, like if Sarah's at home and she doesn't come shopping with me, and I go on my own, I still have to drive home. And I always eat them in the car on the way home because I'm an animal. And I get to the bottom of the bag and I have to save the last one and bring it in and give it to her. And that's what's going to happen with uh with <laughs> with Willie and uh, and Kyle.
1: Did you get the um the caramel ones?
0: Yeah. Oh god, they're amazing. they're all amazing. Oh, I like right. them all. Apart from dark chocolate, because that tastes it just, like, that tastes like feet and it's just gross.
1: Yeah, that's animalistic, yeah. Nah, it's all about the caramelly ones. They're so so boorish. Ooh.
0: I'm hoping that um they both sit down and Kyle says, Right, I'm gonna write an I'm gonna write a uh, an offer on this piece of paper and slide it across the table to you. Oh. So as he slides it across the table, Willy opens it and it says, Sign a contract or you're getting traded to Ottawa. <laughs> And Neilander's like, oh shit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's a pen, I'll sign it right now. Are you, uh, okay, I've... I find it a bit, go on. Yeah, go on. I was just gonna I was gonna go on from that and say, um, I'm gonna say this every single time this season, but every time the Sens win, I am shocked. I'm not even talking feign or fakery of shock. Every time I see the score, I'm like, holy shit, the Sens are winning. <laughs> I can't believe it. And they won three games already.
1: I'm am not shocked at, at all. Actually, I think if you you'll find anyone who's who's spoken to me beforehand, uh, <laughs> I've always backed the Stands this season. Said they're going to get some surprise results out of there. Yeah, you know, they shouldn't be underestimated as a team. Um. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. It, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? With like like with was well, it wasn't last year? It was the year before with Vancouver where they went off on a tear at the beginning. When everyone was writing them off, but like you always get yeah. You know, even Vegas last season, like we've we've said for the last year, Dan, like all bets are off in the NHL now. Like you know, nobody knows what's going to happen, and of course the Sens are winning games. Of course they're winning games because they shouldn't be winning games. And that's just
0: that's just how hockey works. That like is constant opposite day. Do you reckon all the um, like analytic people just shit their pants every time? Because they shouldn't be winning games, should they? That's all you hear all season is, you know, oh, this team's going to do this and this team's going to do this. And we all make our predictions, but it's not like it's... Me and you in particular, it's not our life. You know, we, people aren't looking to us for kind of <laughs> like, oh, see what Dan and Will think. I bet they've got the hot button topics and they know all this. They've got all the stats analysis and all that kind of thing. Whereas you look at somebody... Well, speak for yourself, Danny. Well, yeah. <laughs> we look at some people who are just like... Almost banking their kind of careers on it that they can predict what's going to happen with all these stats, and it's just not, well, not yet anyway.
1: You think with every send's win, Don becomes a little bit shakier when he's pressing the send button on his predictions oh, totally. model, like mm-hmm. just starts starts thinking about like, yeah, the. <laughs> the computer equivalent of gripping his stick a bit tighter <laughs>
0: he's getting he's getting the stats yips like in golf when you just you suddenly like can't put
1: <laughs> like oh my god because like our right. mouse is vibrating while he's holding it like, oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> it's too much <laughs> um, but then that's that's the beauty of the sport like have you yeah. I, I trust you've you've probably seen that that scale um, this is another thing that I'm going to butcher on the podcast I think it's like it's got the the major sports and like one side one end is, it's like skill and luck or like control and luck or something. It like places the four major American sports on how oh, far yeah, either yeah. way they are, and like hockey is so close to the luck end, it's ridiculous. It is Puck luck, get um, the bounces. Did it, it really is? It really is because there are so many different um, different factors. In uh, in hockey, that are just out of people's control, really. Yeah, you know, not to bloody explain the basics of hockey to people who are listening to what I'd I'd label as a niche hockey part podcast at this stage of the game, but like this is it. Like it is a game of chance, and, you know as close to a game of chance as you can get with any degree of control. Like it's yeah, it's no surprise. But at the same time, once we once we get to game sixty, game seventy. I fully expect the Sens to be in the absolute basement. Um Matt duchesne has gone absolute cobain on himself and um Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah Mark, you don't mean the- Mark Stone don't is, uh, the way, is, is you? nowhere to be seen. Jesus. Maybe not all maybe not all the way. I'm gonna say. Just starting to play a bit of guitar. Get a bit
0: mopey. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I say Christ. I hope he hasn't got some kind of outhouse above his garage or something. That'll just be uh, that'll be terrible. Something you can do well to prevent against uh, problems and increasing your chances in practice is to put some dummies on the ice. Did you see the uh, Chicago Blackhawks training with their dummies, their mannequins?
1: They weren't training with a um, with a dummy. It was their new AHL call up like Manny Quinn, who I thought looked quite good in the training session I saw. Still...
0: Get out! That was terrible. All right, that was awful. But it's
1: my house. <laughs> I, I can't even take credit for it. I forget who I saw who did that. Maybe it was Pavel Barber. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting... It's, it's a, <laughs> I, I thought it was a player to start with. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's an interesting... Cause, uh, what, what's the idea? It's uh, I suppose it can do a different, a few different things. Like the forwards could make some change the angle of their shot and stuff. And and then for the goalies, it's giving them something to, to work around and try and see the
0: puck parts... Exactly. I mean there's, so, there's no there's no um what's the word? You can't replicate the size or the stance of a human being because you never know, like we just said, it's you never know what people are going to do next, how they're going to move, what they're thinking. The best way to replicate it is to get a human shape at least and put that on the ice and try and work around that. So by that that idea, I think it's a I think it's a good idea and I don't, you know, I think it's a clever way to if you can, you know, maneuver the puck. You know, instead of like having just loads of pucks on the ice and doing drills around them, or loads of sticks and doing drills over that and jumping over it and all that kind of shit. Yeah, get some mannequins on there. You know, try and brush past them as close as you can when you can. You know, trying to control the puck and all that kind of thing, or try and feed passes, like you say, through their legs or something. But the best thing about the clip was was that Jonathan Taves was feeding pucks to who was he feeding pucks to to shoot on the clip. It's a right hand, wasn't it? Was it yeah. um Yeah, I couldn't. Can't tell remember. You. Anyway, but it's literally a dummy in a hawk's jersey stood there on the ice, not moving, and Tave's hit this dummy three times. <laughs> like Jonathan, you can't even get it past a stationary dummy. Like, this isn't looking good.
1: <laughs> there's a there's another first line center who's not a top ten player in the NHL, <laughs> I'll tell you that for true. <laughs>
0: Making only slightly less money than Conor McDavid as well. Fucking hell. but yeah. You know, um pay for three cups, don't you? I, I suppose
1: so. Yeah, it's, it's probably cheaper to give Taves and Kane. Ca- I mean, at least Patrick Kane's still worth ten and a half million, even if uh, Jonathan Toes definitely isn't. Like, yeah, has he? He has fallen from grace quite badly, hasn't he? Taves. Well, the idea
0: yeah, yeah, is- yeah. I think so. Like,
1: because I when I first got into the game, there there was talk of. Yeah, the the trendy thing to say was, oh, Taves is better than Crosby because he's better defensively. You know, that, that age-old bullshit. Yeah, But now he's like, he's a pariah. He's like, it's not fucking Danny Heatley?
0: He has become, but he bec- he's become the kind of, um, like the taking a stance thing of, yeah, but he doesn't have as many points. Like you say, because he puts, you know, he puts all this effort into all the, you know, in all these games and all these, you know, he's putting all this work into. So he can't score points. But I always think, well...
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it feels like it was like that, but now it's just evident that he's not... He's still a good player, but he's not as good as he was once heralded as.
0: Interesting, in his entire career, he's only broken 70 points once in the NHL.
1: Oh, so he should be in the conversation with uh, along with Austin Matthews to see whether he's better than Conor
0: McDavid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, if you're going by if you're going by Mike Babcock's theory, then you know Jonathan Taves has got three cups, so it's not even close, is it? He's clearly much better.
1: Not even slightly close. Chris Kunitz is actually a much better player than Conor McDavid <laughs> because of the four
0: Stanley Cups he has. Very true. Very true. But then we've said before, haven't we? We 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 made the comment when. Um, Oh, who was the guy in Ottawa who got cut? Zach Smith. Was it Zach Smith a few weeks ago? Well, he got waived. He got waived. Yeah, like
1: yeah. Nine points or something in the first four yeah, games. he got waived,
0: didn't he? And then they were talking, and I said, well, the, the, we always laugh about talking about players in the room and what they bring to a team, not just on the ice, but in the room after the game or in, <laughs> in between the periods or something like that. And that maybe there's something like that with Taves. Maybe players look at him and just say, yeah, I'm going to give an extra 10% because you're here. I will try harder because you're our captain. There might be something to that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. Um, it was interesting because a, a, a reporter said to um, Jonathan Taves, what's it like training with like, a lifeless, plastic, fake person? He said, it's fine because I play with Patrick Kane <laughs> all the time. Hey, <laughs> you saw that coming yeah. on my loft, didn't you?
1: <laughs> I, I did. I thought he was going to be Brent Seabrook. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Patrick Kane is pretty... Um... No, I don't even want to. Don't even want to give him any airtime. Fucking piece of shit. Let's not start again. Um, a d- 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 little, little side part. I um, I called somebody, a celebrity, not somebody at work. I was at work, and I call. I mentioned that I believe somebody is a piece of shit, potentially Raul from Great British British Bake Off. Oh, don't get me started. Um, don't get me started. And and this person I was speaking to, like they weren't shocked and not like, appalled or anything, but they. Were like they were laughing like, "Did you just call him a piece of shit?" That's so funny. Like nobody says that. Calling someone a piece of shit is standard procedure, isn't
0: it? Yeah, for sure. Are they English? This person you were talking to. Oh yeah, right. Very much so. Right. Yeah, that's weird, then. Very. That's weird. What an insular life they live. My friend, my friend, messaged me the other day saying, "Is knackered a swear word?" And we said, no, why? <laughs> and he said, because his wife had just had a go at him about it. So, you know, you can't say that. And I said, this is- you can't say knackered. Can't say knackered. And this guy's wife is 33, 32, 33. We said, how is she, just like she going through her whole life just saying tired all of the time? I'm so tired. Come on, mate. That would proper knackered me out if I couldn't say anything but tired. I know. Because tired and knackered are different things, aren't they? Tired is... I'm a bit, you know, oh, a bit tired. Whereas knackered is I've put a shift in. I am knackered. It's it's the next level of tired. <laughs> like so,
1: t- tired is when you've had a bit of a long day, but you don't want to have an early night because you want to do things. Yeah. <laughs> knackered is like God, I thought I had some going kind to of bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so true. That is so true. Tired is. Do you want to do this? Ah, uh, I'm a bit tired. That's what tired is, yeah. Tired is the shrugging shoulders version. Whereas knackered is, just fucking leave me alone. I'm going to bed. I am knackered. I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. You know what knackered Yeah. Tired, tired is having a night out with your mates. Knackered is having kids. That's what knackered is. Knackered is, I'm so tired I'm going to sleep on this couch in all of my clothes and not care. That's what knackered is.
1: Oh mate. I haven't even gotten to that stage yet.
0: Like... I, twice I had it. Twice I had that with my daughter. And that uh, I can't remember why. She woke up, did the whole routine, but, you know, bloody changed her feather. Uh, you know, checked her teeth, put the gum ointment stuff on. Nothing worked. Crying, fine. I'll take her out for a drive. This is a, I don't know, half past one in the morning. I've been asleep for about an hour. Take her for like a 20 minute drive. She dozes off. And literally as I pull back into my drive, she goes, I, oh my God, no. Turn the car around, straight back out. I think I got back in about half past three. I was driving straight for two hours, just around or like at where we lived in our local village. And I got in and my wife said, is she asleep? I said, yes. She then woke up again at half past four. <laughs> and I was just, no, please. Back out, we go again. Take for a walk in the pram. Doesn't work. Back out in the car for another hour. I then got into bed at six. And I just and we just left her in the car seat, which you're not meant to do, but you know, sorry. I, I was I was on death's door. I just at that point I was done. And I just left her in the car seat because my wife was getting up in like an hour for work and I just fell asleep, face first, on the bed in all my clothes, with my jacket and my shoes. Didn't even take those off. Just that was it. Done.
1: That's proper knackered, that is. I was
0: yeah. I wasn't tired, Will. I was fucking knackered.
1: But I'll tell you what, Dan, we've um my my roller team, we've got our first league games this weekend. Nice. And um, so the way the way it works, we've got basically once a month we'll go down and have a day, and we'll play two or three games or whatever. Rather than travelling every week, because we have to go all the way down sort of Heathrow area to get there. Yeah. So that's about three and a half hours from my house. Yeah. So our first games at about ten o'clock, so I'm going to have to leave at like five in the morning to get people and then get down there. Oh joy. Great lad. Well, that's a bit of a drain but there is the silver lining as Grace and I have agreed that it would be sensible for everyone that I sleep in the spare room so that when I get up very early in the morning I don't wake either her or the baby up and I am fucking buzzing mate <laughs> absolutely <laughs> buzzing for a night in a bed on my own <laughs> followed by a day playing hockey
0: Oh my god! Oh god! We're such bad people. I'm so the same. I'm so the same. Okay, so, okay, my wife just left the room. Thank God. So the other week, I was just
1: thinking, like, mm, hope these walls aren't too thin.
0: The other, the other guy. I say the other week. Probably whenever I say the other week, it could be, it could be now or five years ago. The other week, I was, uh, my wife was um, on a course, so she was staying over in I think Sheffield or somewhere like that. So. I said to my, oh, fuck! I hope they never hear this. I'm gonna get, I will get fucking killed if they hear this. So I said to my mother, that's good content. Yeah. I said to my mother-in-law, I said, can you have Georgia? Because like my daughter obviously loves going to her grandma and granddad's. It's the best thing because she can do whatever she wants, and they just give her everything she wants. And it's you know, I, I wish I could live there because you know they're so soft with her. It's ridiculous. Um. So I said, said, do you want to stay over at Nana's? She was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I Love going to there. I was like, right, great. Spoke to my mother-in-law, said, "Can I, I'm going to go, because Sarah's away. I thought, well, I'll try and kill two birds with one stone and I'll go out with my friends while Sarah's away. Can Georgia stay at yours? And then can you take her to school in the morning? She's like, yeah, because she doesn't work. So she's, she's happy to do anything. She's like, yeah, of course can, of course can. It's fine. I, I didn't go out with my friends. I just stayed in the house <laughs> and just did my own thing. <laughs> like, ate loads of chocolate, played of video games, watched some questionable material. You know, usual stuff. That just sounds incredible. It was honestly, I was living like a king. I was living like a king. Made myself a cheese sandwich.
1: <laughs> you, you were living you're living like a bachelor with an appreciation of the freedom he has.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Cause when you're single when you're single you just like, Oh, I wish I had a girlfriend. I wish I had a hair and then somewhere along the way you just forget like, oh yeah, I sometimes need time to myself to be my own man and do my own kind of sordid things as those men like to do sometimes. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I went to bed at like three o'clock. I, I, in I like the, the,
1: the that further compounds the point I'm about to make that our stories differ greatly, Dan, in that mine is more centred around having a good night's sleep. Very true. And yours is centred around
0: having a wank. <laughs> I didn't say that was the questionable thing, Will. Don't be putting words in my mouth. What
1: I <laughs> I was just reading reading between the lines. Just yeah. reading between the lines there,
0: Dad. And some would say you'd be absolutely right. <laughs> but you know, I could <laughs> no, take, not, I could not take you right. I... No, yeah. But you know, I could take my time. There was no rush. I kind of enjoyed myself a little bit. Got a bit fancy. <laughs> well, oh God, let's get off this quickly. <laughs> Fucking hell!
1: <laughs>
0: is that uh, is Elander like under contract going to get done this week? You would think if he's going over, <laughs> you would think if he's going over to Switzerland to basically threaten him like a Bond villain, that it's going to get sorted out one way or another this week. Either he, they they're just going to make they have to solve it because it, if they don't, I'm not saying it's going to derail the season because it hasn't so far, but the second anything goes slightly wrong you know what people are going to say. He's like, oh, well, the lelander thing was over their heads the whole season. So it's either the case of, here's your contract offer. He comes back and says, I want this. And if they say yes, fine. If they say no, well, that's it then. Sorry, Willie. That's it. That's the offer and that's it. So I think in one way or another, it's getting sorted out this week. Because I th- Cause at some point, you can do the back and two with agents. You can talk on the phone. Maybe, I don't know, maybe fucking Dubas is up in... Um, He's up in one of these DMs or something as well. Like, come on, like sign this one. But at some point, when you meet face-to-face, that's it. This is it. We're meeting face-to-face. It's getting fucking hashed out. And one way or another, it's getting sorted. And that's what I think will happen.
1: The the point has been raised that, like, his camp haven't got any ammunition whatsoever now. Oh, they've like, totally the, fucked themselves. The ammo that you have in a holdout is like, right, watch, you're gonna, you, know, you might get some results but like one of your lines is going to struggle because I'm not there, you're going to have a hole that needs filling by me because I was in that hole before, but no, now the Leafs have just slotted Kasperi Kapanen in there, and sure Kapanen's probably not going to have a point in the game season, he's probably not going to be as good as Willie Nylander in the long run but for the time being the Leafs now have the, have the ability to go back to, to Nylander and whoever his agent is and say but, mate, we got this average Joe who was playing four or five minutes last year, and he's over a point per game playing on Matthews' wing. Like, you haven't got anything to say that you're not just some other schmuck. Take this Nikita Kutrov esque deal and um, shove it up your fucking ass, mate. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it's going to go, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, in, in exactly that turn of phrase that accent, I believe, is how Carl as does much, most of his uh, negotiating. There we go. It was quite. It was a bit much when he was doing the the entry level deals with the 2018 draft picks. But <laughs> I suppose you got you gotta exert some iron fist at some point. It's true. You? You,
0: make, you, stand, you make a stand straight away, don't you? You think Lou was tough? You'll fucking see tough. Oh Jesus! This, kid, this kid's like this kid's harsh. So harsh. All right. Who's, who let
1: the IT guy in here? And why is he such a side guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Let's get this out of the way quickly because I just we I don't want to go into this because it's a whole it's a fucking mess. Um, the Austin Watson thing. Uh, he had his. Um, since we last spoke, we didn't. He didn't. We didn't have the sense reducing then, did we? That was that happened like the next day or wasn't it?
1: Yeah, what well, I went from twenty seven to 19, 19 was
0: it? 18, something like that. Um, it got reduced. Uh, people were shocked. I was shocked. Um, then his girlfriend made a statement saying that he was doing these things and she was having problems with drinking and she was going for loads of help. Uh I I I think we uh <clears throat> I have to bring it up because it was a major piece of news. But at this point I don't know if Austin Watson and his uh, his girlfriend are just two volatile people who shouldn't be together but can't stay away from each other. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm keeping well out of this because, like I said, it's it's a fucking shit show, the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's that, I mean, that is literally it. That's all of my thoughts on that. Anything from you?
1: I, I think you've um, you've you've said it very well. And like we're we're amateur hockey observers, let alone you know we're not we're not even slightly in that sort of field of of psychology or whatever. But. <sighs> I'm a bit loath to say it but I feel it does need to be said that that statement from I don't know her name but Austin Watson's girlfriend does reek a little bit of somebody who's been coerced into saying something along those lines like it's it's a bit of a cliche isn't it you know, oh it wasn't him it was me you know I'll, I deserve it in, in not so many words and all that like it's I just, all all I'll say on it is is that I hope that yeah you know, they both get whatever help they need and and that life treats them them both a bit better moving forward because yeah you know, if yeah for, for for Watson that might see take the form of him controlling his anger a bit better and him not. Committing domestic abuse in the future, um, and and for for his girlfriend, whatever. Like, if they can end up in a happier relationship where they're not violent towards each other, then power to them. Uh, if it means her getting the hell away from him, then then good on her. I just hope they're all, all right in in the future, you know. Um, yeah, but with with the with the suspension being reduced, it was a, an independent arbitrator, wasn't it? Yeah. uh I, I can't. I can't remember the guy's name. It was. Shia something or whatever it was. I'll find it. Um, but there was a bit of bit of backlash towards it, and there's there's talk that because he's, I think he made a controversial ruling in the NBA. Um, yeah, he and did. He lost his job. Yeah, he did. There, and I think there's talk of the NHL not using them again because they're quite, um, or at least they're taking the the public stance that they're quite against what what he's ruled. Shyam so um, Shyam
0: Das is his name.
1: There you go, Cheyenne Das, which um yeah, interesting name isn't that
0: Um yeah, so now Watson's Yeah, due yeah back. it sounds like Watson's due back uh, on the fifteenth of November now. Yeah. How many games have the of the Preds played now? Five? Uh something like that. Mm.
1: So yeah. Yeah, horrible situation. Horrible situation. Um but yeah, it looks like that arbitrator probably won't be used by the NHL again. No. Uh, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or not.
0: Whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Um, not into not into great news, but I, again, uh, Elias Pettersson.
1: Elias Pettersson centering pass off the stick of Eric's puck cleared to the line, right, held in for a moment by St. And Pettersson is injured behind the play. I didn't see what happened. Slow to get up and woozy, and they'll stop play as oh fucking hell <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like in in McDavid's first year Brandon Manning like yeah. mur, murked him into the end yeah. and broke his collarbone so he only played 40 games or whatever it was so it's like I don't know I don't know like I remember when when I first started watching the sport and noticing that you know people take liberties with rookies I sort of I quietly enjoyed like ah uh, yeah fuck you you're not you know, you're new to, the, new to the to the NHL sort of thing like yo know, let's, let's all rough the rookies up sort of thing but it's, it just reeks it because it's always fucking I don't know, Mike Matheson is a good deep man he's not he's not shit like Brandon Manning was but there is an element of you know it's slightly shit of players taking liberties with particularly skilled players and, and for it to end in a, in a concussion for Peterson of all you know I'd I'd sooner see him break an arm than have a concussion yeah it's just fucking. it's Just a shame, isn't it?
0: I was watching. Um, did you watch Behind the Glass? The 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 Devils um, training camp show. No. Um, it was it's, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it. It's on YouTube right now. I think it's four parts, and it's um, about them gearing up for this for this season. So it shows yeah. the the last episode I just watched tonight was about the um, playing Edmonton in uh, Sweden. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good, and it was show you know like all the rookies and you know guys who'd been in the in the team and then drop it down to the HL trying to get back into the team. And of course, his name escapes me now because my because of my own uh, bloody brain traumas that are probably undiagnosed. But one of the guys was essentially told you know like go out there and make a name for yourself, and they're stood at the you know they're stood on the line about to take the not he's not taking the face off, but he's obviously stood a bit you know a bit further back, ready to take the face off, and. He's shoving a guy um, on another team. And the, and the other guy's saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to make the team. And he just keeps prodding him. Just keeps prodding him and prodding him. And in the end, the other player says to the Devils player, like, well, you can leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. And then he square up. And you, see, you can see the Devils player thinking like, oh, yeah, thank God. I've got him. Like, let's go. And it's still there. It's still there. He was told, like, he wasn't told, go and hit people. But he was told, get out there. Cause problems getting people's faces, you know, being agitator, but being enforcer kind of role, basically, being an agitator. And it's that it's still prevalent.
1: That sort of message from the higher ups is what leads to things like the Patrick Sealf hit on um, Clark MacArthur a couple of years ago, yeah. which effectively ended MacArthur's playing career. Yeah, and like, it's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. Telling, telling. (sighs) Because frankly, there are some hockey players that aren't meant to play in the NHL. It's true. Yeah, we we like a physical game. We like a you know within limits a violent game because you know body checking is a violent act whether it's safely done or not. It is part of the excitement of hockey, but we we should be well beyond the point of saying to people, you know, go out there and fuck somebody up so you can get your name on the back of the jersey sort of thing. Yeah. Like, so you can get your number on a stool. Like, it's just archaic, absolute knuckle-dragging.
0: I mean, luckily, Patterson should be back um, in a couple of days at this point by now, shouldn't he? I think he's got know, probably four or five days left, and he should be, I think it was seven to ten days, I think. So. Well,
1: that's the hope, but it's a concussion, so you never well, know. Yeah, that's like, true.
0: Good point, good point. No, yeah, not that I need to tell you
1: that, but like, and, and with the with the Mike Matheson thing where he's like body slammed into the ground after hitting him into the board, mm-hmm. like it's just, you know, obviously context doesn't matter all the time, but it was what, the third game of the season and it was purely out of frustration. I, I, I want to believe Matheson where he says there was no intent to injure, but there was intent to to do harm. He did want to take frustration out on Peterson to say, fuck you, don't think you're going to be able to get away with doing that again. Like, sure, I, I, I completely believe he didn't want to concuss a guy and get him injured injured, but he wanted him to go back to the bench and think, oh, I don't want to tangle with Mike Matheson again. Yeah, I'm not going to try and, and, even not then going to try and lurk in again. It's like, I, I don't know if I've made this point, um, point before on the podcast. I think I might have even as recently as last week, but some guys that I play with who played ball hockey and roller hockey as kids when it was checking and they were like, you know, teenagers sort of thing. They, they say that back then when you were hitting someone, it was always the intent to, not intent to injure, but the intent to hurt somebody. That was how you learn how to, you know, not did learn necessarily how to do body checks, but that is what is seen as a good body check. You know, not just a, a rub out along the boards, it's a big hit that leaves someone Thinking, fucking hell, that is not something I want to do again, and that has to be a, a an element of it, and you know, part of the part of the idea behind hitting for a lot of people. I think
0: I agree, and I think I know I, I don't understand because Mike Matheson's saying like it wasn't my intent to do this or do this or do this, but if you watch that playback, what's your intent then? When you after you after you check a guy and then you slam him down. On his like the top of his back and his head. What is your intent then? Like that's not a hockey play, you know? And I think it's all very well and good coming out and saying I didn't mean to do it and all that kind of thing, but you did do it. And it's just an absolute and this you know what? I'm gonna say but Charlie McAvoy did the same thing last night to Johnny Goudreau. He fucking absolutely crushed him after the puck had long gone. Because Goudreau had earlier sort of like taken the piss out of him basically and gone round him. And McAvoy just fucking cleaned him out. And it's absolutely... It's not as bad, but I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if McAvoy gets a suspension. And he should, because it was fucking done. Did uh, did Matheson get a pair of games? Yeah, he got two games. Yeah, there you go. Which,
1: which is good. It's good to see player safety like actually taking that sort of stuff seriously.
0: Yeah. Um. Matheson said as well he's been in a... He's been getting death threats and fucking all kinds of things. There's people saying they wished... I didn't... Uh, it was just a, an article on so but there was people saying they wished he'd get cancer. And he fucking... He took a picture... You know he'd done something bad. I because know. Because people were like... People were slagging off his dog. So, like... <laughs> you know you've done something bad when you even your dog's getting it. Because people just... You know, you know people like with their dogs. It's ridiculous. But they were saying things... He took a picture and he was... Um, it was his dog in a uh, in a jersey. And people are writing back like, you know, I don't care about your fucking dog and <laughs> who gives a shit about your dog and all. Oh guys, whoa. I no. I was like, whoa, I gone. Hang on. Steady
1: on, alright, alright. You no, know, wishing a deadly disease upon a man is one thing, but yeah. say you don't like his dog that is too fucking much. Yeah,
0: I'll wish diseases on people all day, but man, I ain't messing with no dogs. That's like that's sacrilege. But then on the sportsnet article, i I gotta say, it was whoever sent this tweet is hilarious. Um so him, picture of this dog, in the jersey, and the tweet underneath said him like, who are kid you kidding? You're definitely a cat person, you ginger. Expletive. <laughs> that's amazing, because everyone hates cats. <laughs> and gingers. And gingers, yeah. Apart from me, I fucking love cats. I think they're awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. You're definitely a cat person. Because he couldn't, because no nice person, because no horrible person who does that kind of thing could ever own a dog. <laughs> then you have to be the sort of insular um sociopath that owns a cat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something that was brought out of it was, um, and actually, and I wished, I wished, I went back to try and find the tweets, but I couldn't find it, was um, the weight difference between them. And should, and I'm just, again, this isn't me putting this out there, but I like to play both sides just to kind of get a general consensus. And but to see your opinion as well, sometimes um, is that should Patterson have been in the league already, if he's not fully developed. And that was a point somebody made on Twitter was that what do you expect putting this kid in a man's league? He's going to get hit by stuff like this. And then the same thing happened last night with McAvoy and Goudreau was that if McAvoy does that to someone else who's not, you know, Johnny Goudreau, it's not as bad. And that's an interesting take, not one I agree with at all, but, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's not fucking boxing. I know.
1: Like, it's not. We don't have weight divisions.
0: Like, you know, are
1: oh, you. Like, like, the junior leagues are based on age. It's not like, oh, once you're over 180 pounds, you can move up into the NHL. Like, and and and, and further to that, these are illegal plays that of and McAvoy have made.
0: Yeah. Like, I like do I don't know what to say to you. Like, I wish I could find the guard. I, don't, I, don't... I wish I could find the tweets because he was just he just kept doubling down, and by then he was like quintupling down on his hot take. Just kept saying things like, "Yeah, well, he should have spent a bit of time. He should have spent six months down there on a weight program." <laughs> like, like what? Like, like, like he's training for like he's training for like the Arnold Classic or something in bodybuilding. Like, what, what should he be doing? Are you... You can, you can be
1: the biggest brick shit house in the fucking northern hemisphere. And if you get, if you get rock bottomed onto your neck and the back of your head, it's probably going to do you a bit of damage. <laughs> Unless you get like some insane like skull muscles that somehow protect you. So some unheard of feat of human evolution. That's oh, just
0: fucking moronic, isn't it? Like, it's... just insane, isn't it?
1: No. Was it, was it apple cider vinegar guy?
0: <laughs> no, but he has sent a homeopathic remedy kit to uh, Elias Petterson's house full of like acai berries and goji berries and stuff like that probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you just have some of this... Um... Ah, what's the... What's the shit? Oh, sorry. Fucking whatever. Dandelion juice. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a type of, type of salad they have. Oh. I say they. But, they yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like a holder. Them. Whoever they are. Them people with their healthy foods. Yeah.
1: What was that advert that, that so, I was going to say, day again, Somebody, <laughs> some company did. It was like, they had a bunch of bunch of they walking around. It's like a group of people labelled as they. Oh, God. I feel like it's car insurance. It's car insurance or something, isn't it? It probably is.
0: All adverts have a car insurance. It's I ridiculous. Like, that's exactly what I was going to say. Fucking hell, it's insane. You know, me and my wife play this awesome game sometimes, Or so we'll try and guess what something's for. Oh, have you seen the, um... so at the start of the advert, we have no idea, obviously, you know, both we've both, have you seen this advert? She'll go, no. And I say, right, what's it for? And we have to try and work out what it is. And it's never what you think it is. There's the one where all the clothes and things are floating through the air, like the bag from American, what's the Kevin Spacey film? Um, American, is it American Beauty?
1: Yeah, it sounds about Yeah, right.
0: there's like the plastic bag floating in the air. And some guy's like, oh, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And there's loads of clothes floating like that around and around. And she's going, it's got to be for like Purcell or Ariel or some fucking clothing stuff. I was like, no, it'll be for this, this. And it was like, Ikea. I'm like, what the fuck? What's that going to do with Ikea? And then the other one was um, the new John Lewis advert where they do Bohemian Rhapsody, the kid's Christmas play. And it's a whole, it's a whole, yeah, it's a whole kids' Christmas. The advert's like two minutes long. It's a whole kids' Christmas play, and they're doing different, different parts of the, um, the, the, the kids' sections are doing different parts of Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's a phenomenal advert. Don't get me wrong, it's really clever and really well done, and we just were guessing everything. At the end, it was like John Lewis. Well, fuck off, John Lewis. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. But yeah, it's all, it's all fucking, it's all car insurance and shit like that. Just pointless shit. <laughs>
1: There's an advert that's pissing me off at the moment. Pissing me right off. I don't see many adverts at the moment. It's only, only for the bake off that I really watch Terrestrial at present. It's an advert, um don't don't even get me started on the fucking those like Amazon Echo adverts leading in and out. Oh god. But, um
0: <laughs> Yeah, don't get me started either. I think it's for like that
1: one I was like, oh Nan, do you want to come around for tea? Nah, sorry, sorry love, I'm too busy shagging this pensioner. <laughs> fucking steady on and leave it <laughs> out um it's <laughs> <laughs> an advert for uh, I don't know it's like a blinds company or something or like um or like a bedroom furnishing company or some some shit like, like not Ikea but
0: okay I don't know, like,
1: whoever it is <clears throat> but the the premise of the advert is I can't remember but like half of it is a bit dull and the other half is a bit more funky and it's like you know have whatever whatever that she is the bit that pisses me off is right at the end this woman goes into her son's room and he's asleep and there's there's like a young boy like you know maybe four or five years old yeah young enough to be put to sleep by a parent goes in he's asleep middle of the night and she like pulls his blinds down so i love what what are you doing putting your baby to bed and not putting the fucking blinds down in the first place.
0: What the fuck is wrong with you? He's not asleep. His fucking retinas have been burnt off by the sun blasting in through his bedroom window as he's trying to get to sleep on the summer evening. He's actually
1: suffering from hypothermia because you haven't kept the heat in by uh, by pulling his blinds down. Oh, dude. And there's a fucking lamp on. It's like, what, what are you
0: doing? What well, yeah. are you fucking... Like, so the lamp was on before he went to sleep at like six o'clock at night with the sun shining into his window for no reason. The lamp was on.
1: Hey, he's having a Ludovico treatment of a fucking torch shining in his eyes.
0: <laughs> Alright, do you know what... Maybe
1: that was her argument as well. It's like, what's the point of shutting the blinds if I've got this lamp on in here?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what gets me? There's Shocking one the right now. I cannot fucking stand. And it's a dad with his daughter And he's teaching her how to do things and you know it's I can't remember I can't remember what he's teaching her how to do, but they're having like a day together. And they get to fucking McDonald's and he's looking (laughs) at the touch he's looking at the touchscreen thing toward the food and he can't see because he must be some kind of fucking moron where like checkout is or pay for food. So the kid pushes it and he looks at her like, oh, she's all grown up. Fuck off fuck off that's the point you look at your daughter and think oh my girls all grown up when she fucking finds the checkout button at McDonald's oh my god I want to shoot my TV when I see that and I'm a cheap bastard but Christ oh it drives me mad to be
1: fair though but those screens are well too big like it's it's too much for me I can't take it all in <laughs>
0: You can't see pay. You have pay. to stand so close to it. You can't see pay. Look up at. Is it at the top? No. Look down. There it is. And it's it's not that. It's just the look he gives his daughter. Just that look. I want to kill that man. I don't even know him. Shout out to you for out there, but I'm after you. <laughs> like, look out. If, you ever, if you're walking through town, mate, and you fucking see an automatic blue Yaris coming towards you, look out the way because I'm gunning for you, mate. Jesus Christ. That advert infuriates me (laughs) absolutely infuriates me (laughs) ah dear (laughs) how
1: would I get to this? I don't even know (laughs) I'm fucking dying over it
0: hey speaking of of cars you know why the Carolina Hurricanes are doing so well don't you Will?
1: (laughs) oh my (laughs) don't
0: because they all drive pickup trucks they all
1: drive sucks. I, I know you've been doing little bits here and there. You've got to splice
0: this, this quote in because oh I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It's not on YouTube. I couldn't. I couldn't rip it from Twitter to get it into the show. It, I'll try again so tonight.
1: It's <gasps> the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my entire life.
0: I like, is he is he the color commentator for the game? I've even forgotten the guy's name. Was it Tracy? What's his name?
1: Tracy Ullman.
0: God, I don't know. Tracy Emin, Tracy Emin, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, you, you, you talk. I'll, uh, I'll find it quickly. It's right here. So, um,
1: I don't know the, uh, the words, word for word, just because, um,
0: trip, I'm not that much sorry. of a
1: nutter to think.
0: It's trip, trip Tracy.
1: Trip Tracy. There you go. That is um, the person we're talking potentially about. a name. I couldn't, couldn't possibly tell you, Dan. Have you got the quote in front of you?
0: I don't, but I, yeah.
1: We can. You can pretty much. No, get you're to fine. It. We'll we'll
0: we'll work it out.
1: He's he's basically like it's like a I don't know, not necessarily a TV like I think it must have come back from a TV timeout or something. So it's you know one of those shots where they're like scanning the bench, you know, nothing's really happening. They're waiting for the puck to drop, and this trip Tracy character is kind of an absolute diatribe, <laughs> basically saying. Uh, Saying like, he was in the he was in the players' car park earlier. Yeah, he pulled, before the game he
0: pulled into the car park.
1: <laughs> pulled into the car park, and saying, and this this is this is how I know that this uh, this team's going in the right direction or something along those lines. You yeah, know, you've got a good character coming in the in the room. I've seen more pick. Oh, Who he name? say, was it Justin Fowlke? He said.
0: Definitely, I think I thought it was you know, Justin Williams. He definitely mentions Warren Fogel as well, but I can't, can't yeah, remember anyone else. And
1: he, he says like, oh, yeah, so and so players always had one, but I've seen more pickup trucks in the in the uh, in the players' car park than ever before, and he essentially attributed Carolina's winning start to the suit to an increase in pickup trucks, <laughs> pickup truck ownership across the team, and. The, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life.
0: It's almost like it's almost like we're stupid for not realising it. The way he says it, he's like, you want to talk about character, you talk about pickup trucks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Trip? You crazy man. Okay, his real name is Emmett Tracy Third. I don't know why he's called Also, Oh, so it was Tracy Emmett. Oh, you, know, you were close. I don't know where the trip came from. He was drafted in the 93 draft number 218 by the Flyers. And then he played... Of course
1: he was drafted by the Flyers. Of
0: course he was. That's, hey, that's a pickup truck team right there.
1: <laughs> that is an absolute pickup truck team.
0: <laughs> Hashtag pickup truck team. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's one of those... Um, that's just one of those things where you just think, no, don't say it, don't say it. Ah, oh, he said it. I want to know what the guys said to him He's, afterwards. Like what, no. his, like what his co-commentator said afterwards. Like, yeah, you're right. Which looks at him, just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, he has
1: to tell his microphone to triple the... What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Are you all right? <laughs> do some time off. <laughs> oh, dear. I do Like, you know you get like goal of the season and of the season and stuff like that and not like, playing the season. I'm gutted that this, you know, this should be revered we should be able to get to the end of the eighteen nineteen season and be like, and here's a look back at the best moments <laughs> and I want this trip Tracy diatribe to be in there. But it's not gonna be. In two weeks, like general population will have forgotten about it. I'm hoping that I will be like a demented old man. You know, strapped to a to a wheelchair at a um uh, yeah, the the Giza, with the Hector Salamanca. Hector. In, yeah. um, Fuck, I thought in Hector Bad. straight
0: away as well. Shit.
1: I want to end up like him and just like the only thing that I'm going to be able to communicate is this trip trip, trace to die drive. They need just to have randomly blurted out pickup truck and character. <laughs>
0: You know what? That's what I want out of my life. At the Oscars every year, they'll have like clips of all the best, like, you know, they have clips of all the best things, don't they? And we need that. Like when they get to the play awards at the end of the year, like let's look back on the year in review when it's like the nice music. Da, da, da. You talk about character. Look at that parking lot. It's full of pickup trucks. What? Do you know what's weird though? Was that in my mind, I don't know why I got to this. I just thought, is he being racist? Like... <laughs> Is there something about white guys and pickup trucks that may be in South Carolina or North Carolina, or, you know, in Carolina that I'm not aware of? Is this a race thing? What's going on here? I'm not saying it is because I don't, I don't want Emmett Tracy the Third's people to come after me. But that was my first thought. Is this a race thing? To be fair, that's a it's a pretty
1: racist name to have from the sounds of it, Emmett Tracy the <laughs> Third.
0: I'm not and trying I can to imagine his dad, I'm not trying to say his dad owned cotton mills or not. But if he did. And his granddad. I might not be surprised. And it
1: does sound like the name of a man that would utter the sentence, sports cars or a black man's car. <laughs> Is that not? I can see where you're coming
0: from. Do you know what I mean? It just seemed like that. Yeah, down <laughs> down here we all drive pickup trucks. Okay, I'm sure you do. I was like a guy in the background playing deliverance on a banjo. Playing dueling banjos. Fucking hell, pickup trucks.
1: Whatever next? You know, you know why we drive pickup trucks more? <laughs> yeah, it's all for extra sheets and rope. <laughs> Fucking hell, the shows off the rails already. Ah, oh, what do you mean already? No, that's a fair point. It's been off the rails. We've we've
0: gotten back on the rails twice. That's true. Now we're just off again. Hey, well, do you know how long this show's been off the rails for? Do you know?
1: It's an hour and twenty-three minutes. No,
0: a year. Do you know this is our year anniversary show? <laughs>
1: No fucking way. What,
0: today? Yes. Well, it's not exactly today, but oh. it was, yeah, a year ago this week we put out our first show.
1: Can you believe that? Oh, mate. It
0: uh,
1: feels like it's been much longer. I feel <laughs> like I've aged more than a year in the last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like some horrible science experiment where I've aged like
1: 30 years in one. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I lot that. that new Jonah Hill TV show, but um, <laughs> yeah. podcast instead. Yeah. Instead of whatever they're doing, have you watched that yet?
0: No, I'm struggling. With, I'm struggling at the moment with TV shows. I'm really, um, I have to at the moment for some reason, all I can do is listen to podcasts. I, I'm totally fixated on finding new ones and I don't know, even rehashing some old ones I've listened to for a while. I'm out on TV at the moment, well, apart from a couple of things. So,
1: so it's, it's like a weekday evening, you know. George's gone to bed, it's like eight o'clock or whatever. What, what, I don't know what time she goes to bed. You're sitting down on the sofa in the living room. You're like, oh, you know what? How about we um listen to the PDO cast? <laughs> She's like, yeah, that that'd be really nice then. <laughs> that'd be really fucking nice. Well, no. <laughs> here's what happens,
0: right? Okay, so a little a little window here is that I have two TVs in my living room, so I have a gaming TV. Oh right. So I, ah, oh, you absolute sc- what, what? Are you twenty four? Yeah, I am. Will, to so shut yeah. up. <laughs> Dude, I don't do anything uh, else. I don't like. I don't have like a sports team I play for. Like you, you're going to hockey. I don't go to hockey. I don't go to football. I don't go to the pub because I don't drink. Like all my friends live fucking miles away. My closest friend lives half an hour away. The next closest lives three hours away. <laughs> so like I can't even go into my mate's house or anything. So this is kind of like my domain. This is kind of what I have when I come home from work. So my wife likes to watch. Like you know, she watches loads of reality TV. She loves Strictly and everything like Celebrity. Uh, I'm a Celebrity and fucking X Factor and all that stuff. I can't stand it, but I'm not just gonna go to another room and be away from her because I'll never fucking see her. So I said, "Look, this is years ago now." I said, "Look, why don't I just get why don't I just get another TV in this corner?" You're watching your show. I'll play my games. We can still talk in the corner. <laughs> if you come round here in January, you'll see it. You'll see it. it's a sweet setup, dude. It's a sweet setup. But anyway, so I'll play my games. You're there, the TV. We're kind of like we're kind of sat across from each other, so we can still talk and stuff. But then I don't have to sit there, what you know, trying to pluck my eyes out watching Simon Cowell fucking bang on about some twat in a frock or something. So that's why, yeah. Some of the, so that then but if, is, is Simon Cowell on, uh, on RuPaul's track Race oh, God, I don't know he may as well be I don't even know what's going on but if she's but there's some shows I oh, yeah. cannot I cannot even hear I don't even want to hear The X Factor if it's on TV fine like fine you watch it that's cool it's one of your shows you'd like to watch it I have no problem with that but I'm not going to talk to you about it because I cannot stand that show so I'll just put a podcast on and you know play on NHL 19 or something like that <laughs> Fair play to you. There you go.
1: So anyway, can't, can't, can't argue with that. There you go. Well, what we said, I know it's a year anniversary of our show. A year, mate. That's is crazy, isn't it? Congratulations, congratulations
0: us. Congratulations, so what yeah. we've done? Shout out to us. We've got to be here in about 50, 50 episodes, now, haven't we? I think this is forty nine, something like that. We've definitely yeah. missed. Sounds about well, right. We've not missed. We've not missed any for a while because obviously once we got the uh, audio situation sorted out, it was much better. Like that fucking back back in the day, will. All those, those many, many years ago, trying to fucking do shows via Skype was just an absolute fucking nightmare, wasn't it?
1: Oh, Christ, yeah, I d- mate. I think we've got it down to a bit of a, I'm not going to say a science, but it's like a, but we're definitely better. Like a bit of a, a, a rough recipe.
0: Yeah, definitely better. And I like the fact, you know, we're getting little things in there now and little, uh, we've worked out, like, I've worked out to put little clips in and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, much better. Much happier. Shout out to us. Anyway, hey, maybe we'll get a, uh, Maybe we'll get a banner in Nashville. Did you see the? Uh, they're having fun with it, Will? Did you like that? You anti-fun man.
1: Uh, I, I haven't seen them having fun with it. and um, You don't want to? <laughs> let, let them have fun. No, no. I, I don't want to. I don't want to acknowledge a team that makes up their own records and pats themselves on the back as much as the National Predators do. I, um, I believe pats to the back should be administered by other
0: people fair enough yeah they they tweeted out a picture which was um, we've raised more banners this week and it was hottest chicken in the NHL coldest building in Nashville and the bachelorette party capital of America and then see I saw that photo but I didn't realise that the predators
1: had tweeted it out and that is um, but to to heart back to last week it's like when your parents get on social media really the joke's (laughs) fucking dead (laughs)
0: Yeah, whoever's running that account now should be should be banned and thrown outside. And then yeah, they you're did not it called anymore. They did it again because Nash, the mascot, won Mascot of the Year, which let's be honest, is now a pointless fucking award because Grit is gonna win it for the next thirty years. But um the, Who who voted is that the know. PHWA that votes on the <laughs> Mascot of the Year? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's the um, the MPA, like the Mascot Players Association or something. I don't know. The,
1: the only way I can give, like, validity to a Mascot of the Year awards is if it's voted on exclusively by fairies.
0: <laughs> fairies, fucking it. Up. Hey, shout out to you fairies out there. You'd you, you be happy being you. I'm, I'm happy for you. If that makes you happy, that's not too bad. You know, there's plenty of, like, to, of, to
1: be fair, like... plenty
0: of worse things you could be I, doing. I,
1: I can see Nash being a good representative for the fairies because he does have a bit of a fairy vibe about him. He really. does,
0: he does. Uh, so have a big reveal, there's a big curtain in front of Nash, there's like, you know, the uh, the Ice Girls are there, and they pull back the curtain, and ha ha ha, it was a tiny banner will the size of a piece of A4 paper, and we all laughed. And then I thought, okay, too far now, that's enough. <laughs> but luckily they have not done anything since. That's really cool. <laughs> Your muted reaction says it all. Something. Just um, okay, go on. Just
1: don't know what to say to be honest, Dan. <laughs>
0: no, that's um, uh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But
1: I, I wouldn't say I'm blown away or gobsmacked. I'm just uh,
0: hey, yeah. Well, the worst thing you're just indifferent, which is just yeah. You never that's, want that to be that's
1: absolutely it. Yeah, no, you no. Know. I'd rather be different than indifferent.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Two things, very very quickly, till we get into the last two things. Was did you see the Miles Ward Jamie Ben fight? I
1: did, I did, I did indeed. Did you enjoy um, it? I mean, I didn't, because I it was already 3-0 at that point, um, I think, at least. Um, yeah. I'm trying not to remember. Fair but it was a quality fight, wasn't it? Good
0: yeah. fight. And this is the thing. As far as fights go. For all people talking about getting fighting out of the game, the majo- I'm not kidding, the majority of tweets I saw was, oh, this was awesome, this was a great fight, I love this. There was nobody tweeting, yeah, should they be fighting? Nope, didn't see many of those. I saw a lot of pro this fight. This
1: is a good conversation starter for another time. For Jamie Ben, who I I think is. uh, (laughs) For for, Never. I think Jamie Ben's a very interesting player in today's NHL. He's a bit like. I feel like he's taken the mantle from Jerome Gimler to a certain extent in that he's a very skilled player who can put up points. He's very offensively gifted. One of the top five left-wingers in, in the NHL, I think it's fair to say. Um, but he's also an absolute brute, and he's potentially one of the best fighters in the NHL as well. How do you feel? Obviously, you're not quite as emotionally invested in Jamie Ben and his fighting <laughs> no. compared to other people. But what do you think about players of Ben Zilk where he is... A premier offensive player in the league, and yet he still fights. How do you feel about superstars fighting?
0: Uh it depends on the situation. I, again, I've said this before, and I know, I know. Um, Jeff Merrick says it a lot. Is that I understand that fighting. I like you know you you have this battle in your brain like should they be doing it really like should he be you know can you just let things go like Elias Pettersson there's going to be retribution on, on that. You know there is. The, oh, was, oh, uh, oh God, who was it early in the season? And somebody uh, somebody said, wasn't it a Panthers player who got hit or something? LaWongo said, oh, you know, well, there's going to be retribution for that. We'll wait and see them next time. And you just think, well, shit. I know, yeah, that rings a bell, doesn't it? Anyway. Yeah, it definitely does. I Yeah. If he's a player who feeds off that and uses it and maybe it Gs up the team and I, I don't know. Yeah, go for it. I guess if, you know if it's if it's, it you've seen you've seen where players have taken on bigger players and it g's up the team like a smaller guy like going up to a bigger guy and saying well let's fucking go then I'll you know I don't care you might you're probably gonna paste me but I'm sticking up for my team here and his teammates are then be like oh yeah well done well done good for you sticking up for the team I really appreciate that and it makes them you know give that extra bit of effort or something yeah if it's if it's if it's a player who can thrive off it and do well off it then. Fair enough. Um, but that's, you know, that's just the debate that rages on, isn't it, about fighting?
1: I think for for players who are cut from that cloth, so, you know, you're looking at your, your Jamie Benz, your Jerome Gindlers, um yeah, other big power forwards, yeah, Luchich to an extent, yeah, big power forwards who, who play that sort of rough game while still putting up points. I think there has to be some consideration to the fact that if you take fighting out of Jamie Benn's game, he's not Jamie, excuse me, not Jamie Benn anymore. Like he, you're not, that is part of the player that he is. And, you know, it's it's not necessarily a quantifiable thing, but it does contribute to the success he has in other areas on the ice because of the tenacity that he has, you know, whether... Because he's so tenacious in other areas, it leads him to fighting, or you know, however it interlinks to, it, to to the rest of his game, it is undeniably a part of of who he is and what makes him a great hockey player.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's like like a. You're like Wayne Rooney with his aggression sometimes. And he'll will t- pick up stupid bookings and then he get Yeah, but that's you know, that's part of his game that makes him what you know what he is. Yeah, absolutely. You, you don't yeah, want to see you him, him you don't want to see him hack down a player like from behind when he loses the ball, but yeah. sometimes that's gonna happen.
1: That's that's absolutely it. Absolutely it. But then on the flip side, that that fight with Mars words led to the stars being on the power play, but Jamie Ben being in the in the bloody box. So uh, Yeah. yeah. Not ideal.
0: And another tiny little thing was: uh, Did you see the uh, the presentation for Thomas Pekanich a thousand game?
1: No, but I did see Jeff Merrick wearing a uh, a turtleneck, which I thought yeah. was quite a fitting
0: tribute. So when when he did the presentation, uh, Bergevin and Molson also had turtlenecks on, which was which I thought was great. Ah, oh, mate, that way. is good. That is good. I mean, they had to they had to sew together two turtlenecks to make one for Bergevin, <laughs> obviously. Because uh, I was gonna say, to fit his 20-inch neck in it.
1: <laughs> it was it was actually originally a black tarpaulin <laughs> for um for a small house that has a chimney.
0: You know, they tarp off seats in, in arenas. It was one of them. <laughs> to try and hide the fact just that... Just with a hole up. cut out of it. Yeah, <laughs> Like a really crap ghost costume for your kid. <laughs> just, like, just got a bed sheet. Just got a hole in it. Yeah, Mark, wear that. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God, this is the best fitting shirt I've ever had. <laughs> so
1: tight around my muscles. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Do you want to do really nice thing first or really interesting thing first?
1: Oh. Uh, let's do interesting, because the nice sound's a bit more uh, fluffy.
0: Okay. So, marijuana, now legal in Canada. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is it like recreational legal? That's I mean, yeah, I didn't. That's that's why I why, why, why I got it is that it's yeah, it's legal. It's,
1: you it's, can, it's legal legal. You can go go down the shop, like right, get a twenty four pack of loo roll, a you know, big old bag of milk,
0: and oh, I'll have a, a ten spit of
1: lemon haze, please, mate. <laughs> I
0: knew I knew you'd be happy with this, you giant pot fiend. <laughs> who said? Who said I'm a giant pot fiend? Me just then. Were you not listening? Oh, anyway, sorry, sorry, you cut out. Yeah, it's uh okay. So this is this is interesting because there was a there was a big read on this on um, Sportsnet, and it was interesting because they said that GMs obviously are cut of the, they're obviously all sort of older, apart from a couple, um, which will, which will, a point I'll come to in a minute, but the GMs just don't like it. They don't, they don't like the fact that their players might be using marijuana, which is insane because I can't imagine there's many of them that don't, to be honest. Um, they, in the article, um, I think, okay, so the, the name, the person who wrote the article was spelled, it was G-A-R-E, which I want to assume is just Gary, but I don't know if it's Gare. Or, no, it's Gare, isn't it? Or is it, is it Gare Joyce? Gare Joyce, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said, I read the name, I've read the name Load. I've just never heard anyone pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, Mr. Gay Joyce. Anyway, and they said that they spoke to, uh, he spoke to an exec and said that they believe that 60 to 70% of players use it, which I can, I can believe. And I've said for a long time that I, I believe, even as someone who's straight edge, I believe it should be legal because you can just then tax it. And use the money for other things. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's so much deficit around here, with, like the police and the fire brigade and fucking the NHS and everything. Just yeah, just start selling weed and just get it taxed to shit. And then
1: you know we should be selling all that we can. Like so many, yeah. so many people around the world
0: spend money on weed that isn't getting taxed at the moment. Exactly. Like, like, like people are gonna, you know, they they would. To be fair, they would buy even more if they could just buy it from the shop. Or you know, you like know, like a shop. They they just would because they'd be. Yeah, so if excited. you didn't have to
1: phone, you didn't have to phone up that geezer and wait for him to drive around in his Ford Focus ST and meet him out by the place shop <laughs> and make weird small talk about his amateur boxing career. Like, <laughs> shout out, Callum. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I've never met Callum, but you've painted quite a picture there. Well, that's interesting.
1: He's. He's a nice boy. The last, last time I saw him, I had, had an apprenticeship with British Gas. It was oh, going all right for him.
0: Yeah, go, Fair play. Um, let's hope he's not fixing the boiler in your house when he's stoned off his tits. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting because the, they were talking, the, the article was saying about how GMs would, in most respects, would rather, play, would rather players went out and got drunk like most nights, like, like they did back in the day. Which is, as somebody, again, I don't drink, I don't do anything, don't drink, don't do drugs or whatever. But, if I've said to people for a long time, if you said to me, okay, you can go into one of these three rooms and in that room is a bunch of drunks. In that room is a bunch of people doing coke and in that room is a bunch of people doing weed. You have to go into one of those rooms and just talk to them. I would take the reader room every time. There's not a chance I want to sit with a bunch of drunks. No fucking shot, Because they're just the worst people. And, Christ, how many players have we seen? Like problems with drink, and it turns to pills, or anything. They're just trying to get rid of their problems, or you know, boys on the road and all that kind of shit. I I think it's interesting, and apparently, and Bill Daly said there's going to be they're not going to change the drug policy, um, even to do with changes legally, because in the in the policy, you can use marijuana as long as it doesn't get to like toxic levels where it's obviously affecting you. And let's be honest. If, if you're smoking marijuana or doing whatever, you're not exactly getting an advantage on, your t- on another team. It's not like steroids. Like, yeah, I wouldn't define it as a PED. Yeah, exactly. You should get more points. You should get points added to your total for the year because it's so like... It just makes you chill so much. You're like, yeah, I only scored one point tonight. That's fine. Where's that crunchy bar? <laughs> so.
1: and, and to be fair, like NHL players have such little free time during the season... If you're able to cram enough joints into that free time to reach toxic levels of of cannabis intake, like fair play to you. Yeah, like, that's, well that done. is dedication. It's true, and and still not get a healthy scratch the next night. Like that's... I, f- I feel like players would be more inclined to scratch themselves if they had of many dupes. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Just come in like, nah,
0: just got chocolate <laughs> around your face. I don't want to play tonight. Nah, I get it. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: I've just found out they've got all the Blue Planet on Netflix, so like I could do it with a night off. To be honest, coach. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think um, I think as we get if well I'm not sure if we will get that, but I was thinking sort of um, obviously Cal Dubis in Toronto and Christ, uh, John Chaker as well. I was it's thinking like,
1: of exactly John Chaker, his like cousin for for the road game in Toronto. Now, <laughs> what's the all night? Doing doing bong hits and playing playing Fortnite
0: <laughs> with Kyle Dubas <Duvers>. because <laughs> they're <both> young.
1: <laughs> You've got a friend request from Lou lavarello '69. Re- reject.
0: Lose <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Kyle, like Dubas and Chakra are playing Fortnite like you know hitting a bong like in his office, and he gets a like Carl gets a phone call. Oh, yeah, hi, hi, It's a it's Lou, I'm down at the bar. Uh, do, you want, do you want to come down and see me? Like catch up, Just catch up for a little bit? He's like, oh, uh, I'm busy at the moment. Hangs up the phone. He wants me to go fucking drinking. Drinking? What an old man. Ha ha ha. Who drinks these days? I, I love the idea of
1: like Lou trying to, trying to be down with the kids. Yeah. But he's like... He's got a pipe. He's like... <laughs> He's he's got like a tobacco pipe. There's loads of tobacco in there, and a little bit of weed. And he's playing Minesweeper on his computer, and he's like, "I just don't get it. I don't see what these kids are (laughs) seeing. These drugs and these video games."
0: Minesweeper, fucking hell! (laughs) I literally, I literally slapped my thigh. Then that was so funny. (laughs) Fucking, hell, you couldn't have picked a better game. Minesweeper. Oh, wait,
1: I feel so. like my life is going to be incomplete until I win a game of Minesweeper. You must have won a game of Minesweeper before. No, nah, I haven't played it for years. And when I was a kid, I didn't really get it.
0: Oh, dude, it's exhilarating! Shit, man! You want to talk about you want to talk <laughs> about legal you want to talk about legal highs? Fucking complete Minesweeper <laughs> once in your life—that's all you need. Is it?
1: It's a real issue in prisons in the UK at the moment. Minesweeper addiction. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I went for the BBC article like they did on Fortnite. Is Minesweeper taking over the UK? Okay. Panorama on Minesweeper. <laughs> it's like some black. It's like some blurred out image. And then it's like I was playing Minesweeper for 17 hours a day. We've had to disguise his voice. John here has a problem. <laughs> I was I was a general manager of an NHL team at the time, and I couldn't stop playing Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> I kept clicking. I kept looking yes at all these trades because I was just trying to get to like to complete the game. <laughs> oh my god, Minesweeper, fucking hell, mate! That's genius. I was gonna say like lose just <laughs> lose just gone to a shop and bought brownies, thinking like, they all have weed in, but he just bought actual brownies. Like I don't get, I don't get what the big deal is. I feel fine. <laughs>
1: If anything, I don't feel more hungry.
0: I feel quite, <laughs> so quite full. Quite so false I feel quite ill. I think I've eaten too many. Maybe that's the idea. Ah, oh, Christ! <laughs> I out. But yeah, I, yeah, it, it is. It is interesting, though. Um,
1: but, I, but yeah, I, do, I, do, I just, can't see it. Like I can understand, um, like you know, because Coke's meant to be a bit of an a bit of an issue in the NHL. I yeah. can understand that because it's a party drug, and yeah, I think. I think you'll get as as many sort of people smoking weed in the NHL as you would in general population. And not not necessarily as many, but like there will be some, but it's not going to increase just because it's legal, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's the thing is that, like I said about making it legal now over here, people get it anyway. Everyone can get it anyway. It's not like it's some secret cult where you've got to go like, here or there or do you know this guy? Oh my God! I don't, who is this? Like everyone can get it. I can ask God if I stop twenty young lads on the street, probably nineteen of them would be like, oh, "I can get you some Ouija, no problem." I know a guy. Like everyone knows a guy. I know guys. I don't even do anything, but I know them. I know they can get it. So like, wh- why not just fucking make it available and you know rake the coin in off it? I don't I don't get it, but uh, <clears throat> I agree. I, I I think it's already in use in NHL anyway. So I'm probably Bill Daly knows that. So says, well, yeah, it's there's no point changing the drug policy because it's it's already there anyway, and everyone's fine. So whatever.
1: You you know for a fact that every single member of the Sharks is is a car carrier member of.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, because
1: they're out in California anyway. Yeah. Like you know
0: that day, Jumbo came out with his towel over his shoulder and like naked, like without his shirt on, like clearly he's high.
1: <laughs> oh dear! All, all he had in his pocket was a packet of King Blues or like... <laughs>
0: Oh dear! <laughs> like a, a handheld minesweeper <laughs> in <Into> the pocket.
1: <laughs> like a like a Tamagotchi, but with a
0: minesweeper, <laughs> one of those old LCD ones. Because he's like cause he's like forty.
1: <laughs> was that ever a thing? I feel like that probably was a thing. What Tamagotchi?
0: No, like a like a portable minesweeper game. Oh, I must have been. Hang on. Ah, oh, see, God, now you have seen I have to look. Look, okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, if I type in portable minesweeper, what am I gonna get? What am I gonna get? I'm gonna get like metal detectors or something. I mean, maybe portable minesweeper. I know it's all like free downloads and yeah. I'm not. I'm not going that deep into it.
1: It's fucking too much.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But I wonder whether they'll ever use it to like I don't know, treat concussions or anything like that. I I don't know enough about concussions or medicinal marijuana to, to say that it would but it's meant to be good for like anxiety and shit like that
0: yeah it's meant to um yeah like people are, I mean there are people who do use it for that purpose aren't they like you know medicinally it's it's meant to be and a it, really good thing
1: this is it Joke, jokes aside it does have medicinal purpose Yeah, exactly. it's not just you know people feigning paranoia or whatever and, and trying to get a, a weed card so that they can they can buy their weed for legally because they're for free that's not how you buy things. You don't buy things for free. That's quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, Daniel, you had, you had something nice to talk about. What's the nice thing to talk about? I
0: did. I did. The fun thing. A little, uh, a little heartwarming story here to round off our episode this week. Did you see the, uh, the Kenyan hockey team that was presented by Tim Hortons?
1: <sighs> of course I did. I was trying to uh, ignore the fact that it was presented by Tim Hortons and just appreciate the heartwarming story of the only... Not even, like, the best or the worst or whatever, the only hockey team in Kenya being flown out to to Canada to play their first competitive game. I had no idea what ice hockey was. I saw guys playing a game, but I couldn't understand how they were moving. They were, like, sliding. That was not running. And it was my dream to one day move like them. I had to try out something new, Ice hockey is fun because when you're in the rink, nothing matters. The whole world stops.
0: We're actually like the pioneers of ice hockey in Kenya.
1: And yeah, crazy. So, so nice. So nice. And like, they showed very few bits of the game, but it seemed like they knew how to play. Like, they seemed like players, like, which is
0: nice. it's oh, great. It's so sweet. I love. I love it when... Because I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna. I actually cut down a bit of the. um, I cut like 30 seconds out, and it was three of the players talking, and one of them said he just said I couldn't understand how they were moving. They were just they were just gliding, and it's just his kind of his wonderment of wow, how do they do that? Like what's like even, and Crosby even says at the end because if if no one's seen it, just just search out um, I guess Tim Hortons Kenya on YouTube and uh, Kenya and it comes up on there, and. What they do is they get Nathan McKinnon, who's clearly um, has to be attached to Sidney Crosby wherever he goes. Uh, they get Nate McKinnon and Sidney Crosby to don Kenyan hockey jerseys that have been made specially for these guys as they, you know, fly them over and they've got their own dressing room and they go and play a game. And two of the players now playing for the Kenyan team are Sidney Crosby and Nate McKinnon. And they just he says, you know, like you wouldn't even think there was ice anywhere in Kenya. Which is not a crazy thing to think, is it? Because we just, you know, like in England, we get, we get the whole gamut of range of, of weathers all year. It's either fucking stupidly boilingly hot or fantastically freezing. So we see all of it. But there are people in Kenya who will never ever see snow or ice or have any idea what it even is. And that's just, it just blows your mind and it's such a it's, it's mad to think yeah it's like it's like he's the, 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 these players of these Kenyan hockey players have just got such a childlike quality about them when they get to the arena and they've got their own dressing room and their own uniform all proper because they don't got proper equipment they, they're they essentially like making their own equipment or trying to beg borrow or steal whatever they can just to play and it's just the best it's just it's, it's such a nice thing to see The the bit that really did it for me was
1: when I think it's like the main guy that they do a lot of interviews with. Um, Crosby's in the dressing room, he's, he's sort of introduced himself and the guy just comes up and like touches him a couple of times on the face just like, is it really you? Yeah. Like he's so overwhelmed and just can't believe it. And, and the little clip where they're doing the sort of introductions and stuff where there's a guy sitting in his house in Kenya watching NHL hockey on the telly and it's just so... Like, we think we have it rough with yeah. accessibility to, to hockey over here in, in the UK. And, like, I, the dedication to the sport that these men must have to, to, you know, start the only team in your entire country is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It's fantastic. And, like, towards the end, you see that they're teaching kids how to skate, they're teaching kids how to play the game. Like, it's... I hope that they get the moment to sort of sit back and feel the pride that they deserve to feel to be pioneers of ice hockey in Kenya because that is just so commendable. Absolutely so commendable. It's just incredible.
0: It is. It's absolutely amazing. We, yeah, we, we take that for granted as well is that we get all these weathers but on the other side, like looking at sports, like we see every sport in this country. I mean, you, you were joking before about Kabaddi but you can watch Kabaddi in this country. Like I don't think anyone in India can watch like you know League Two football, can they? Like it just wouldn't, or you know something ridiculous, or like you know the Aviva Rugby Union Premiership or something. Like they don't get that. Whereas we can watch anything in this country pretty much at any time. I, I mean I can't even think of a. There's not many sports you couldn't watch in this country, but for these guys in like the heart of Africa to find, I, how did they even find it? You know,
1: Like <laughs> The the wonders of the internet has to be, doesn't it?
0: I know. It, and it's clearly or, one or guy. travel. Clearly one guy out of that whole group has seen ice hockey and just been like, whoa, what is this? And then he's just told his mate. And that's how it's all, it, it's all started from that one guy. Now, I don't know if that's the guy who's the captain or not, but um, just that kind of finding sports through word of mouth. Like, can you imagine if somebody came to you and said, oh, have you ever seen this sport called... Christ, I don't know, something stupid. Let me think of a sport. Doesn't I'm trying to think of a made up sports name now, but of course it'll sound ridiculous in my head. Something like, I don't know, fucking wall ball or something. And you're like, I've never even heard of that. What is it? And they show it to you and it just changes your world. You're like, I can't even imagine the joy and wonderment that must bring. To be fair, I'd love to watch professional wall ball, balls, <laughs> where it's just people kicking a football against a wall. Did you play that when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, of course. Did you, like... did you
0: call it wall ball?
1: Called a mobile, yeah. Just kick a ball against the wall. Are you serious? Yeah, no. Okay, not even I made joking. that up. <laughs> so I thought that was like a standard thing.
0: Yeah, but we we called it squash. I was just gonna say like squash for football. Yeah, we say so, you know we called it squash. Okay, no, so It's we'll, called a mobile. Oh, okay, I didn't realize. See, I, I can't even make up a sport, can I? Um, but yeah, that's yeah, the best. It's thing. Impossible. All the sports have been thought of. All sport, All sports and sports names have been thought of. What about tennis? Is that oh, never mind. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. But th- these, yeah, these guys. It's it's so cool, so cool, and they're so. Ha- Do you know what it is as well? They're so happy. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever experienced that kind of happiness ever in my life. Will <laughs> like? I don't think I ever will. No, like, I never it's, will. Uh,
1: quite sobering, really, watching that story and uh, thinking those lucky, lucky bastards.
0: Did you know that the? Um... I hope I, I hope I get his name right. I apologize if I don't. But uh, Ben Azeghe, the captain, is going to be at Leafs Pens tonight. He's there. To, he's there now. Is he actually? Yeah, yeah. And, he, no and Crosby came back up, and Crosby came back up and met him again. He's like, "Oh, hey, it's you!" And he's like, "Oh, Sydney!" And they had like a big hug, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's the best thing ever."
1: I love, I love how he calls him Sydney. Yeah, like, that's just just beautiful, is oh, that? like. Amazing.
0: These guys are so cool. Shout out to the shout out to the Kenyan hockey team. You guys fucking rule the the Kenyan Lions, I think they're called. Isn't Kenyan it? Lions, I see, a great name. Some as well. of that, a great name, mate. Right.
1: All right, I then. just yeah, I, I just hope it it spurs on that. You, know, we end up with a second hockey team in Kenya. They they always say nobody remembers who's second, but like, this is a second that is going to be so important. Yeah, you know, definitely. Because then, it's you know it just carries on the movement and yeah yeah. I want to see I want to see Kenya in. Division Division double IHF World Champions in 2030 or whatever it is.
0: You would think now that, because you know like everyone's trying to, you know, they had the, um, the, the global games didn't they, in China and stuff and there's always the, um, oh, you know, we're trying to break into China, we've got Chinese kids coming over to practice the game and you would think now some teams would just like, right, let's just get some teams set up in Kenya. Let's just, Club together and just get some games out there or something. Give give some money to people and yeah. get some equipment over there. I mean, Christ, is it, you know, this just, is it just you give, talk about. If you could you could give if you're if you're a professional hockey team, any any NHL team could just give these guys your old equipment and just fucking have it. We don't need it, like you know, instead of selling it or fucking burning it or whatever. Hell, you could be a beer league
1: team and give yeah. give them that your old equipment. Like, like we we talk about growing the game in countries like yeah. You know, Asian countries and, and the UK and stuff like that but like th- these are countries where the sport actually exists there isn't one hockey team in China there isn't one hockey team in South Korea like yeah exactly it's it's countries like Kenya that, that need the sport growing because the sport doesn't
0: exist and if you're the first as it's... well if you're the first if you're the first team as well to go into that country and say hey here's all of our stuff we'll, we'll, we'll kick you out guys don't worry about it then you've you've, backed, you've just then won over a country, because all because yeah you got say we got fans is, for life. Say it's the Kings. The Kings are like right, we'll go we'll we'll fly some of our AHL guys over there. We'll have a game, and then afterwards we'll give them all our kit, all our stuff. Well, that's it. Now now like that whole team's probably going to be Kings fans, and then they'll tell their friends about the Kings, and there you go. It makes even just from a marketing point of view, it makes great sense. But
1: it's never going to happen. No, probably
0: not. That's it. Unless we get the Tim Hortons Cup in, uh, in Kenya this time next year, maybe.
1: Lord, Lord Hortons Cup.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but a fantastic week for you in Man versus Coin Flip.
1: What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss?
0: Call it. As you have now a 7-3 lead over the Fables Club. mate.
1: I'm, I'm not trying to get yeah, it's early, early this oh, I'm not trying to get too excited. It's that pickup but truck I just bought. <laughs> I knew something was different. That's what it was. You talk about character. Well, beating a coin, I
0: needed a pickup truck.
1: All right, I'm let's... good in the room. I'll tell you that. Good in <laughs> Not on the ice. We're <laughs> good in the room. <laughs> Diabolical on the ice, but I'm a really good glue guy for my one-man team. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Okay. Okay. Alright, let's get these games done. Uh Kings Islanders.
1: Oh. Oh, excuse me. Um Islanders.
0: Islanders. Islanders. Uh Jets Coyotes.
1: Jets. Has to be the Jets.
0: Jets, alright. Uh Wild Lightning.
1: Lightning. Lightning. The mild can't nah no. no. Uh
0: Duckies, Sabres.
1: I'm going to go Buffalo with this one. I'm going to go... I'm feeling a bit of Buffalo.
0: That's okay. Uh, Sens Bruins.
1: Got to be the set isn't
0: it? <laughs> Tell you what, in future, if I, pick, if I pick a Sens game, I'll just put them down as an automatic win for you, yeah. <laughs> it just seems... I think it's, it,
1: it's got to be the Sens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Th- throughout, especially against the bees, they've got to get some sort of retaliation for me. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs>
0: oh, dear. All right, I can't believe it. Fabulous. Christ, we covered a lot this week. Two hours, unbelievable. To be fair, though, at least this is a two hour show with stuff happening in the season, not a two hour show like we did in the off season. (laughs) two hour show
1: talking about? I still feel like that Pete Doherty Mega Breakfast episode is our most renowned episode.
0: (laughs) Pete Doherty Mega Breakfast, fucking hell, I forgot about that.
1: It's the one episode that my friend who doesn't even like hockey who still listens to it for a reason I still don't understand. Bloody hell. has repeatedly said yeah that was a good episode where you were talking about fried breakfast
0: <laughs> well well there you go then uh, if you want to talk to us about fried breakfast you can on twitter <laughs> <laughs> if I, can go, fry up. I am at Will you are at w-e-v-e-v-e-r-e-t-t and uh, at two bits one puck number two number one yeah god dear who couldn't do it with a fry up everyone are those your last words, well.
1: I think it's going to have to be. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. I don't know what I'm going to have a fry up then. That's that's the problem.
0: How about before your game on Sunday? Can you not stop off somewhere and get a fry up on the way? A cheeky little fry, like a cheeky Nando's, a cheeky no. fry up.
1: No, not like, no, no, not that time in the morning.
0: Why not? There must be somewhere open. There must be like a greasy spoon open somewhere. You going to, like just, damn. Near just won't have, enough, won't have enough time. Yeah, I suppose. Like, we'd no, just, just won't have enough time. First game's at
1: like ten to ten. We've got a three and a half hour drive. And as yeah, as much as we could get up earlier and then squeeze in the fry up, I don't really want to. No, That's fine. I'd rather uh, i rather have a shite McDonald's from a drive through. And um, could you not um, feel shit until could, like the third period? Could
0: you, could you not squeeze the fry up in between periods?
1: I, I wish i would mate. I I shit you not in in our league last year. One of one of our players who he's Canadian, so yeah, you put a bit of um, put a bit of faith in him. His professionalism. Yes. He had to fucking leave the bench during one of our games to go and have a shit because <laughs> <laughs> his fucking stomach was doing backflips. <laughs> You see, he's not got any... He's that. fucking skated across the rink. It's like, I've got to go, boys. See you later.
0: <laughs> like he's been traded mid-game, like uh, fucking Duchesne was. <laughs> yeah. He just skates off. He's been traded. What's going on? <laughs> no, he just needs a shit. Oh, okay.
1: What well, well, was that thing? um, like, When uh, when Ben Bishop got pulled in the playoffs a couple of years ago yeah. and came back, there was that rumour that he had, like, diarrhoea or something. Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine being a goalie you're in the crease in the playoffs no less and you're like you feel that like oh fuck yeah you do I need to shit because like, you can't there's nothing it, I can he, do
0: about it he's like he's getting the sweat he's getting hot then cold then hot then cold <laughs> <laughs>
1: waving down the like rocking back and forth trying to wave down your coach to me, like I need to shit <laughs> yeah I, I hear you John I don't I know it's the playoffs. I know it's a big game. But I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> that sort of thing that like you just you you don't even explain, you just barge past him straight to the locker. Oh, yes, I'm sorry, I've got to go.
0: Yeah, you don't even explain it, you're just like, sorry, on the way, and then you just carry on going. I'm sorry, I'll be back in ten. Yeah. Uh Oh dear. Well, just quick before we go, I do have some last words this week. Uh shout out to oh. Manji Chillar, who apparently is the world's best pro kabaddi player. There we go. That was <laughs> that for some circle fucking oh, fucking of this shit. Nice one. Alright, take easy focus, we'll see you later. Peace.